This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me. Speakernomics is the show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world, of course. Now, join me for the journey, will you? Today, we're going to get into crowdsourcing. No, we're not going to talk about setting up a site where you can ask millions of people for money, but we are going to go into something that may be even more valuable to you as a speaker. What are we bringing? The story. How to crowdsource it and why that makes you even more valuable as a speaker of business. Oh my gosh, who do we have today? Wow, my guy, Christian Napier. Oh no, it's Napier. I said it totally wrong. And I just asked you before it the show. Matter. I'll take it. <laughs> How you doing, Christian? Oh man, I am doing fantastic. It is an honor to be here with you today. Robert Kennedy III. I'm I'm so excited for their conversation. I love it. I love it. Hey, let's jump in to this right away. We like to give them the gold immediately. What is the big, juicy, gotta get more of it tip that you have for us today? Well, the juicy tip is this. The simple fact of the matter is that although we spend hundreds, if not thousands of hours and dollars really honing our craft and telling our story. At the end of the day, 90% of customers believe what other customers say about you more than what you say about yourself. So it's imperative to get the story that they want to tell about you. And that all starts with figuring out how to ask the right question. Wow, fantastic. Before we jump in with Christian, we wanna hear from you. We wanna hear your voice about your business, about the topics we share, and even more. So be sure to send us a message by visiting speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Let's check out this week's voicemails. This is Mark Pittman in Greenville, South Carolina. I definitely prefer audio podcasts. It appears my audience greatly prefers video. Wow, that was excellent. Thank you so much to our amazing listeners. We absolutely love your input and we want to hear your voice. It really brings value. It brings variety. It brings some spice to the show. So at the end of each episode, we'll ask a question. All we need you to do is respond to that question by going to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Leave your name and respond to it. No special permissions or software needed. Just answer the questions, give us your thoughts, or bring your hot and spicy opinions. We've got you. All right, let's get into it. Christian Napier 
My guest is the founder and CEO of Reconto. Christian helps people request, record, and share their most important stories. Wow. I can only imagine what we're going to get into today. He believes that you don't need to be the only person telling your story. My goodness, Christian, let's jump right into that. Why should I not be the only person telling my story? It's mine. M-I-N-E. What's up with that? Well, you're absolutely right that your story is yours and nobody can take it away from you. But as I mentioned in our little tip, most people really rely heavily on what others say to understand your story so that you have credibility in their eyes. And so that's the core reason uh, that we have tried to create a way for you to request, receive, transcribe, curate, and publish stories that other people want to tell about you because you're in this business to make a difference. You do what you do because you've got a mission. And there are people that you talk to every day who absolutely believe in the mission that you have set out for yourself. And they want to share. They want to share what you've done for them, how you've impacted them. And it's so important to just ask them uh, that question. And and I'll tell you, it's it's amazing when you start getting that kind of feedback from people. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are the traditional ways of doing that through testimonials, written, video, et cetera, referrals, uh, et cetera. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. What I am here to say is you better start listening and give a platform for your people, your tribe, to come back to you and tell you the difference, share with you the difference that you made in their lives or in their careers or in their in their professions, uh, in their workplace. Wow. So as a speaker, Christian, we, we have a business and we a lot of us, especially those of us who may be the shy ones, the introverts have heard that we've got to get used to talking about ourselves. Right? We've got to we've got to get used to promoting ourselves. So as a speaker, is there a really good way? I mean, you mentioned testimonials and referrals already, but is there a really good way or a unique way that I can get others to share my story, especially when I'm trying to generate leads? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There are a number of technologies out there that help do that. We're one of them, uh, you know, and very happy to announce, I guess, on this podcast today that we're now an official partner with the National Speakers Association, and there'll be more forthcoming on that when it comes to storytelling and, and uh, our platform uh, being the official storytelling platform. Some of you may have interacted with us at the recent CSP CPAE Summit, uh, where we had a booth and people came and shared their opinions about three pieces of advice that they would give to aspiring professional speakers. Mm -hmm. And it really all starts with that. What is the question that your audience or your clients have that they would actually want to answer, that they're dying to share? You know, sometimes we throw up QR codes on a screen or we send out a survey and we get some uh, responses and some are very, very brief. And, and the five stars are absolutely critical and we, we, we need those. But to really understand our impact, it's nice to hear from our audience members, from our clients in their own voice, with their own face. And so 
but there's a lot of friction in that process sometimes it's like well i gotta have someone chasing people around after my keynote or they got this video on their camera and i gotta figure out how to give it to me and or i run around and after i'm done but it's it's just hard yeah so uh technologies like ours uh today help to remove that friction by allowing people to to send uh links or display qr codes in a keynote or outside in the venue and uh, let people go ahead and just scan those and share them at scale without having to download software, without having to create accounts or anything like that. You know, make it very, very simple for you to, to request and receive that content. And then when it comes into you, uh, you can review it. You can see the transcript. You can correct it if it's misspelled something because it does it all automatically. And if you really, really like that one, you're like, this is amazing. I want to put this on my website. You just hit the publish button and boom, it pops up on your website. Right. Yeah, so the technologies today are powerful and allow you to request these things at scale, get a lot of feedback back, and then use that content, repurpose it with the minimum amount of frictions possible. All right. Excellent. So I want to deep dive into the software a little bit more, but I want to go back first to something that you said. You you mentioned questions. What are the questions that your clients and customers are asking or they want answered? What is a really good way for a speaker to find some of those questions without necessarily going to the customer or the client themselves? Well, if you're having meetings uh, with the planner or the client ahead of time, the best thing to do is just listen. <laughs> listen to what they're saying. I actually come from this world of listening. Yeah. My profession, aside from running this software company, is I am the International Olympic Committee's knowledge management advisor. I work in this Olympic space for a long time. And my primary role with the International Olympic Committee is to interview people who organize the games. Not the famous athletes, mm -hmm. but the person that's in charge of food and beverage, the person that runs transportation, these kind of people, to get them to share their stories. So the most important thing you can do ahead of time if you have an opportunity is just to listen to what they're saying that will help guide you to the questions that they may want to answer themselves a lot of that is just subject matter it depends on the people in the audience for example with the the national speakers association csp cpae summit what we did is we knew who the participants were going to be so we asked jamie nolan what questions do you think they would like to answer and to make it easy for Jamie, I gave her a list of 10 questions. I said, why don't you choose the ones that you think would be best or pick one of your own. So she chose three questions and we ended up asking one question today. And by far the most popular question was, what three pieces of advice would you give to an aspiring professional speaker? Because CSPs, they wanna share that. Right. That's the wonderful thing about speakers is they, they have this innate desire to share their knowledge and their expertise with the world and make a difference. So why wouldn't they want to share some advice with aspiring professional speakers? Out of the 90 some odd 100 people who attended, 48 recorded response to these questions. That's like half of the people. Imagine if you're delivering a keynote and you could get half of the people attending to record something like that. Wow. That would be amazing. Right. Wow. But a lot of it just boils down to figuring out what that question is. And the best way to figure that out is just listen to the people 
And in the case of NSA, you know, we just, I just created some questions. So what do you think that people would want to share? And then they shared it. So that, you know, th those are just a couple of the, the tips that I would recommend. That is phenomenal. I'm already thinking about uses myself. I've done sessions where I ask the audience to record something on their phone and send it to me or airdrop it mid-session. But I'm seeing that software as something that I can make it a little bit less clunky or just a little bit more seamless for me. Yeah. And the nice thing about it, what we've done in the workflow, again, trying to remove friction from the process is they scan something, they record it on their phone, mm -hmm. and then they submit it to you. And when they submit it to you, they put in their name and their email address and then hit the submit button. Yeah. They don't have to figure out how to airdrop it or to throw it in Dropbox or to text it to you. And then you get a little tiny video and you're like, oh, shoot, that's not that's not helpful. Yeah, it comes to you automatically. But also by putting their name and their email address in there, one, they're giving you consent to use it. Mm. So the words appear on the, the screen that you authorize Robert Kennedy III to use this recording you're submitting and to contact you. So if you're using these kinds of things in the exercise, you now have a list of a bunch of emails yeah. and names of people who've done the submission where if it's appropriate and it's helpful, you could reach out to those people. The other awesome thing about using this particular uh, solution is that you can also include your own custom call to action at the end of that. So when they hit the submit button, it's like, okay, I've recorded my message. I put my name on my email. I hit the submit button. Then you can have your own call to action, whatever it is. You want them to buy your book. You put a link there. You, you want them to schedule a course. You want them to subscribe to your email list, whatever it is, you can define that call to action. You can do that for each event that you do, you can have your own different calls to actions. And so it's really, really great way to get in contact with these people who have who have shared something meaningful. I love with it. You. So you've you've had this company for a little bit and you've been partnering with NSA and you've had quite a few speakers take make use of the software. What would you say is one of the most unique uses that you have come across for your your software? What's one of the un most unique use cases you've seen? Uh, there are a lot of interesting use cases. So one of the uh, members of NSA used this for his son's wedding. Mm -hmm. So displayed a QR code at the entrance of the venue. Is actually, it was a, a home. It was in the backyard of, a, uh, of someone. And uh, so just asked ask people, hey, scan this little QR and share a little story about the bride and groom. Right? So that was an interesting use. We have a company up in Park City, Utah, that are actually using it for recruitment. So when people scan the QR code or they click the link in the application when they're, when they're applying to work there, uh, what pops up is a little video of the founder of the company. He's up in Park City in the mountains and it's beautiful. And you can just see the culture of the company in this short little one minute video. And in that video, he asks three questions and he asks the applicant to take 90 seconds answer these questions, submit the video. Mm -hmm. So they've had hundreds of people 
apply for jobs using it that way. On the NSA side, Maureen is now using it for the upcoming pilot mastermind program for Thrive. And so she used it to get everybody to just record a fun fact about themselves. So there's like 30 videos in there of uh, people who have, uh, are participating in this mastermind. And so if I'm a participant, I can click on a link and I can see the 30 videos of the people who, and, the, and I can get to know them even before I attend because it's made available in advance. So those are some of the kind of fun, fun uses that we've seen so far. What about people who are nervous about being on camera or shy about having their face be shown? Is there an option for that to be moved out or what's, what's an option for yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. So that's a very, very good question, Robert. So when you generate your QR code, you can configure certain parameters. And one of those parameters is whether you prefer audio or video or you don't care. Love it. So if you just set the request to say, I just, I just want audio, then they'll give you audio, or I just want video, I'll just give video. But if you say video or audio, then they can choose when they record whether they want to record video or want to record audio. Now, currently, we're having a bit of an issue with the, the cameras because we use a native camera uh, on the app, and so it's actually recording in the camera, but it only uploads the audio. It doesn't upload the video. And so you can do that for people who, yeah, as you said, might be a little bit more camera shy. It's becoming a, a more common for people to feel a bit more comfortable now in front of camera because we've been all doing the Zoom thing for almost three years now. And yeah. all the kids are doing the TikTok thing and, and whatnot. So we're slowly getting there. But yes, we have that option available if you want to accommodate your audience and give them the choice to record audio or video. Excellent. Christian, what else do you want to share with us and how can people get in touch with you or Rocanto to learn more about your, your company and the software? What I'd like to share is this. What's motivated me to do this is seeing the power of storytelling in people's lives. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in my own life. It's helped break down barriers. It's helped build community connection and understanding. And you can build this kind of community connection and understanding with your audience members and your clients by allowing them to share their story with you in these new and innovative ways. And if people want to check out uh, us, you can go to our website, raconto.io slash speakers. So we've got a page there specifically for, uh, for speakers. You can also just check LinkedIn. I'm Christian Napier. Uh, just go you know, find me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect with anyone. And look, I don't know when this is going to air, but look for uh, uh, an announcement coming soon. We're going to be offering something exclusive to NSA members in terms of our, our packages and our pricing. Uh, so that'll be coming here shortly down the pike. This has been spectacular. Christian, I really appreciate you being here on the show today. Before you leave, what's the question that you have for our audience today? Well, I asked this question in a podcast that I did for about a year and a half, looking back at the Salt Lake 2002 Olympic Games. I interviewed 100 of my coworkers, and my final question that I would ask them is, what was your goosebump moment of the Olympic Games? And so I want to ask that question of the speakers, not about Olympic Games, but for you as a speaker, share with us a goosebump moment that you had 
as a speaker, whether it was on stage or in front of a group, or even maybe later on someone coming back to you and telling you what a difference that you made in their lives. So that's my question. Share a goosebump moment that you've had as a professional speaker. Wow, that's so good. I can't wait to hear the responses to to that question. As a speaker, what is a goosebump moment that you have had? Share that with us. Go to speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That is speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. Whoa, this has been spectacular. We got the gold. Amazing work, Christian. Thank you so much. Now, my audience, it's your turn. Or maybe it's your audience's turn to tell your story for you. You want a wider audience. You want more influence. Let your audience do the work for you and help you to change the world. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. This has been the podcast where you learn more about how to speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.